You're listening to the Lima Baptist Temple Podcast, where you can hear the latest messages and other conversations as we strive to go serve and love in our communities. If you want to know more about us, visit us online at limabaptisttemple.org. If you enjoyed our podcast, be sure to subscribe and check us out on YouTube. All right, everybody, welcome to the Lima Baptist Temple podcast. Uh, My name is Ben Anderson. I'm an associate pastor here at the church. And with me is our student pastor, tech and media director, and anything we ask him to do. (laughs) So he was complaining last time I did not introduce him properly. So there you go. Pastor Michael Green, let's give him a big round of applause. Thank you, guys. But no, we're glad to be here. We always enjoy hanging out with you on Thursday afternoons on the Conversations podcast, where, Michael, we kind of talk about the message Sunday, dig yep. a little bit deeper in your Make word. It practical. Yep. Put handles on it. Handles, right. yep. We like to put handles on it so people can just uh, use it better uh, in their walk with Jesus and in their daily lives. Yeah. But everything we talk about on this podcast relates back to our mission, which is go, serve, and love, and... The message this past week is going to be right down that alley. So. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we had a great time. Also, we always love to hear from you guys. So if you guys have ideas, you have topics you want us to talk about, wrestle yep. with, let us know. We'd love to hear from you. Head on over to our website. You can fill out a form there and uh, we'll get it. Just make sure we know you're talking about the podcast. Yep. Any other introductory remarks, Michael? Am I missing anything? I don't think so. I think okay. you hit it all in the head. Cool. I just kept going. I didn't even give you time to breathe or jump in there. That's good. All right. Well, Michael, Sunday, it was you. Yeah. It was you. Senior Sunday where you yep. recognized all the graduates and you had you know, a soft, mushy message. No, it was very <laughs> convicting, actually. <laughs> Nothing soft about it, but you gave a really, really good challenge to... I was actually watching online because I was sick, but yeah. um, challenged us to get out of our comfort zone, cross that threshold uh, to share uh, Jesus with people, and uh, it was just really good. Yeah, but I think the important thing to understand, too, from that message is um, like none of us ever have arrived mm-hmm. there. You know what I mean? Like so, I haven't, I'm not perfect. Like, yeah. like I was preaching that Sunday to myself just as much as everybody else in the yeah. room. Like none of us have arrived to that place where, oh, I, I do this all the time now, so I'm good. Yeah. And it's it's just a reminder that, you know, if it felt convicting, like it's that's the Holy Spirit and God's word convicting us, but don't get too discouraged because there's other people that are not any better than you or, or even yeah. worse. And so, you know, it's just a reminder of like, you know, like Pastor Michael is not holier than thou and perfect in all these areas. Yeah, so. Well, I think a lot of times, you know, whether it's Pastor Al, myself, you, yeah. whether it's a, you know, Sunday morning group lesson or, you know, in well, the main service, you know, a lot of times we are preaching to ourselves. Well, and I mean, ministry is ultimately an outflowing of what is yeah. coming in, right? And so if, yeah. if this is how God is speaking to me, if this is what's going on in my life, you know, then a lot of times what comes out is going to be kind of the same message that yeah. God has been. So a lot of times pastors will tell you, like, we've preached this message to ourselves before mm-hmm. you've ever heard yep. it. Yep. Great reminder. And yeah, and I think we've mentioned that a lot, quite a bit on this podcast is, hey, we are a work in progress. And as we talk about even topics on the podcast, there are things that we're wrestling with. Yeah. And, you know, oftentimes it'll be something we had talked about several weeks prior and just trying to wrestle with it ourselves. Uh, but yeah, great message on Sunday. Uh, Missio 
day. Did I say that right? Yep. Okay. I had to had to ask Pastor <laughs> Michael. I was like, how do you say that? Um, but challenge us to cross those thresholds. And I think one of you know my biggest takeaways from that message is I was listening. I just kept thinking of different you know scenarios. You know, over the last you know few months of you know maybe opportunities I've missed where. Mm-hmm. I did get nervous. I did, you know, my pride got in the way. My fear got in the way. I didn't cross that threshold uh, to share Jesus with somebody. Um, so they they could have, you know, their life, you know, drastically changed. Yeah. Um, but it was just a really, really good reminder, um, just as I kind of, you know, went back, you know, through my mind of those opportunities. And I was like, man, that came at the right time. And I know that's how I felt. And, and I think a lot of people you know, kind of walked away from that, like, yeah, I do have some fear in this area. Mm-hmm. When it comes to living out, you know, the Great Commission, you know, Matthew clearly tells us to go make disciples, baptize and teach them, yep. uh, point them to Jesus. But, you know, the threshold looks different for each of us, but that's kind of what we're going to talk a little bit about today. Mm-hmm. But I know you had said, why don't you tell them a little bit about for those that maybe didn't watch on Sunday, kind of that challenge you gave at the end with a little card. Yeah. So for the invitation, you know, I just wanted to do a little something different. Um, and, you know, I, I think there's there's power when we can get something out of our head and out of our heart and yeah. in front of us to where we can actually see it. Like there, there's a there's a it, it transitions from one part of the brain to another part of the brain. Yeah. And when you can actually voice what you're saying or write down what you're thinking and and I think, you know, that was kind of the challenge is just, you know, I gave everybody a card that says, what's keeping you from it? Yep. And challenge them, you know, write down what it, what is it in your life that's keeping you from crossing those thresholds, from sharing the gospel with people. And um, that was kind of the challenge. Yeah. So. And kind of a theme from this, I hope you don't mind me sharing this, you know, a lot of similar responses to everybody who filled out those cards. You know, we saw things like pride yep. and fear and anxiety and nervous and yep. scared. And uh, that's what we're going to kind of talk a little bit about on the podcast is kind of the root of that is that fear and pride. But then how do we practically get beyond that? Yeah. Um, and you shared some great examples in the message uh, But fear and pride. You know, I know in my life, as I look back over, you know, just the last few opportunities that, you know, maybe I didn't miss, but especially the ones that I missed. You know, just the fear that dig in the way, you know, Satan uses that so much. He's like, oh, Ben, what if they think you're you know, stupid? What if you're, you know, they don't like what you have to say? What if you lose something yeah. from, you know, sharing the gospel? Yeah. I think I mean, that's really It, it hurts to be rejected. Yeah. Like in anything. Um, and, and a lot of times that's our fear is that we're going to be rejected. I remember when I was in high school, um, we did, this was something that I probably wouldn't do in today's world. Um, But we did some door knocking evangelism Mm -hmm. and I went up to this house and walking up to this house, I saw this Catholic statue in the yard. And so I already know like, Hey, these people are probably Catholic and I knock on the door and I, you know, start talking to them. And when I get to mention the gospel, the first thing that happens is they slam the door in my face. Like I'm talking like (laughs) my nose was like an inch from getting smashed by the door and it hurt. It re- that really hurt my heart and my emotional and and has caused you know things in me that yeah. now I have had to work through um, to ever even think about trying to do that again. Yeah, no, and that's a that's a great example. I mean, I'm sure people listening this morning have all experienced that in you know some way. I think one of the things that you know I often think about is you know when I'm getting ready to present the gospel. 
you know, it's easy to maybe do a good deed. Maybe it's yeah. easy to kind of take those first steps, right? Yeah. You know, you go to help somebody and then that's when you start to get nervous, right? It's, you know, everybody wants to be a good Samaritan. Yep. You know, that's not uncommon for those who aren't Christians or even yeah, not exactly. even religious people, right? Yeah. To do good deeds and do good things. So yep. there's nothing really risky about that. Yeah. I mean, the worst thing that's going to happen is say no. But then when we're transitioning into, you know, hey, do you go to church anywhere? Whatever that is. Yeah. However, whatever's comfortable for you. That's when, you know, Satan really starts, you know, attacking, putting that doubt, putting that fear mm. into our head because he knows something good is about to happen. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But so, Michael, a question I didn't put this kind of in our notes, but. Practically speaking, and I can kind of, you know, go first on this, but what would you say are some ways that people can kind of fight pride? You know, right before we jumped on the podcast, we were, me and you were just talking about how this is something that, you know, it's, it's a lifelong process, right? You know, we are not going to be, you know, in his image until he comes back, right? Yeah. Um, And we're constantly growing. We're constantly becoming more like Jesus. Um, But, and that can get, you know, discouraging for some, but none of us have arrived like that but practically on a day-to-day basis what are some things you know yeah like i mean like you've said you know naturally naturally we're prideful and naturally we preserve ourselves you know yeah. we have a, a, a an idea of self-preservation and i think to you know to humble ourselves is the key there yeah. and by humbling yourself it's a process of, and, and there's so much that goes into it because, you know, I can humble myself physically by, okay, I can say, well, I'm, you know, I'm going to put myself in a different position than, yeah. than this position. Um, you know, I can humble myself emotionally. You know, th- this is something that you, you see like in marriages, yeah. uh, you have to humble yourself in any kind of relationships. There's a lot of times where you got to humble yourself and it's just realizing that, you're you don't matter you know like and that's not normal like normal is self-preservation normal is pride normal is the world teaches us to preserve ourselves, to take care of ourselves, to make us about us to be unique i mean even we we even hear that some from the from the church as a whole as a universal church today taking care of yourself ministering to yourself and there's some truth in that right we see jesus do that but I think a lot of times people take it to extreme measures. Yeah. And, and and I told my students last night, there's this pendulum of, of of where things are at. You know, are you humble or are you preserving yourself? And, yeah. you know, we want to try to aim for the middle. Like, that's yeah, the goal. It seems like it's always on one extreme yeah. side or the other. Yeah, a lot of times we lean more towards self-preservation. Yeah. You know, and I don't care if you're the humblest person that I'll ever meet. There's times yeah. where we're just going <laughs> to lean that direction. Yeah. And so we have to remember to humble ourselves. And I think that looks like, you know, there's a ton of things that looks like one thing is just the other day at Walmart, I was staying in line with just a couple things and this lady offered for me to go in front of her. Yeah. That was a form of her offering humility to me. Yeah. But then I offered humility back by saying, no, I'm good. I can wait. I'm not in a hurry. And I think that's the trick is we have to, we have to put our agenda not always on Mm. the front burner. Yeah. Like in life, we always have the next thing that we're trying to get to, the next thing we're trying to accomplish, or the next thing that we need to get done. And we see this model through Jesus yeah. through New Testament. Is a, there was a lot of times where he was headed somewhere or going to a place, but something else 
took mm-hmm. place. And so he yeah. stopped, he humbled himself, he put his agenda mm-hmm. on the back burner in that moment, and and he modeled people before things. Yeah. And people before programs is kind of the, the church way to say that yeah. is is we should be more about people than we are about our you know, Wednesday night activities or Sunday morning activities yep. or, you know, all these different things that we offer is great. But when people are more important, there's going to be times that we do things differently yep. that night. For example, you know, when we had um, had the, the tragedy a few weeks ago of one of our students being yep. shot, like my entire Wednesday night, the, the next day did not look like a normal yep. Wednesday night. And it's, you know, I could have went that way but then it's about me and it's about what i want to accomplish instead of letting that moment be about what does god want to accomplish through this yeah i'm glad we kind of got talking about you know being humble because that's you know the opposite of pride but i heard a really really good definition of uh what it means to be humble or you know be humble um i think it was ed welch um i heard him say this uh, last week uh, but he's an author and biblical counselor but he said to be humble is to be settled under god you know, be com- being confident underneath God and your role that he has you in. Um, and some ways that, you know, I practically do that, I know it's really helpful for me just to kind of reflect and think about, you know, the goodness of God, the holiness of God. And when we are prideful, what are some of those passages in the Bible or verses, you know, that each of us can go to to mm-hmm. remind us of, you know, God's goodness, his holiness. Yeah. Um, and that right there, that, you know, that's just a really practical thing that will help, you know, humble you, but being, it's about being settled underneath God, but also settled among the people, right? I have nothing to prove to you. I have nothing to prove to the congregation. I have nothing to prove to the team here that I work with. I have nothing to prove. Well, and your image, exactly. Your image among those people is not your priority. Yep. Yeah, but it's hard. It's hard to be settled. It's hard to yeah. be settled under God and settled with people. But and that comes out to play a lot in when we're evangelizing, when we're sharing Jesus, because yeah. we do want a good image. We want to. Well, and the thing is, everything in the American culture teaches us to be to be better. Yeah. To be and to be you know, better than everybody else, whether it's in business, whether it's in sports, like we're literally teaching our students in high school through sports, like, Hey, you need to be the best at this because then it's going to lead you somewhere. Right. It's like, I have caused you to be great. We're creating them to try to, we're teaching them, Hey, like you're trying to create an image of yourself, but then you're going to have to protect that image. Right. And you're going to have to invest into that image and like some of the best athletes that I know that are humble, like, you know, like a Tim Tebow, you know, they're, you can see the humility in them. Like yep. they're not out to prove who they are. They just love what they do. Yeah. Yep. It's almost like you have to think we're just like, we're an average person being used by God, yeah. but that's hard to do because <laughs> we want to be awesome. We, we want to be, be unique. Yeah. Right. Um, so we're talking about evangelism and sharing the gospel. So let's kind of transition and talk about, well, how do we, if maybe we're, we've been fearful, maybe we've been afraid, maybe we haven't, you know, been able to cross that line of, oh, you know, I'm good at serving people. But when it actually comes to sharing the gospel, what does that, you know, kind of look like? But, you know, the first thing I was thinking of, you know, we got to pray for those opportunities. Yeah. You know, there's power in prayer. And if we're never praying for God to use us, 
and for, you know, God, make me aware of the opportunities that are ahead of me for today. You know, help me to go slow enough mm. that I don't miss the, you, you can know, see the people lady in the yeah. grocery line or at McDonald's, wherever yeah. it is, yeah. you know, help me to slow down so I don't miss them. And I think if we really genuinely pray that I can't say I do every day, um, but if I really genuinely prayed that every day, I'm sure opportunities would be flooding, Yeah, you know, cause I would be looking through a different filter, a different lens at, you know, my day. Yeah. Kind of like you said, people before programs, you know, people before tasks, people before, yep. you know, whatever the, the to-do list. Yeah. Uh, but we got to pray. But I also think it's important, you know, especially for us, right? We are in the church setting. <laughs> we were like, oh man, they're naturally, you know out there sharing the gospel every day, but we have to be so intentional about going to where it is dark. Oh, absolutely. Getting outside of the walls. And I think that's the same for a lot of church people. It's really comfortable to stay in our circle of Christian friends or our family who all claim to be Christians or, you know, like you said, us pastors, I think it's really easy to be in a church building majority of your life. Yep. Or be in a ministry function or, you know, go to the hospital and visit a Christian. You yep. know what I mean? Like, and, and so we, ha- as pastors, you know, our calling is the same as everybody else to, to mm-hmm. go and, and be a witness. And for us, we have to be so much more like on it to actually have those opportunities to see and interact with people who aren't saved. Yep. Yeah. And a lot of times those are – a lot of times it's the cashier at the, at, at Walmart or the, the, the waitress at the restaurant or, you know, it's those brief moments. It's not necessarily lengthy. That's why sometimes, you know, I get a little – sometimes I've even think like, you know, should we, you know, be bivocational or something? Because yeah. if you're working in the secular field, you have so much more opportunity to present the gospel to people. Like you're yeah. interacting with – so. I mean if you work at Ford – I know a, a guy there that's a chaplain there. Like he has so much more opportunity to minister to people at Ford because he's around yeah. people who aren't saved. Yeah, yeah. I remember this was last fall, I believe. But we had a we had a elderly couple there. They were pulling like I don't know, like ten thousand pounds of sand in a trailer, and their truck broke down. Friday afternoon, it's probably like three o'clock or so. You weren't here. You know, most of the pastors are off on Friday except for me, and I don't think Moose was here. And you know, they were in the parking lot for a while. I kind of just let it go. I was like, oh, I don't know what they're doing. But then I was like, man, I got to go out there and see what's going on. And, you know, sure, the story was car broke down, didn't know how to get their sand back. And, you know, I, I'm i not the most, you know, skilled <laughs> at, you know, stuff like that. But I'm like, guys, we're going to hook this up to the van. We're going to get, you know, hook the trailer up and drive it. But, you know, once, you know, we did all that, we just had, we had a great conversation. Mm about how they hadn't been in church in a while and they've been hurt by the church and, mm. you know, all these really, really good things. Now, I haven't seen them since. Since yeah. I think they wrote, you know, a handwritten card yeah. and, you know, I... But you planted a seed. Yeah. Yeah. But, and that leads me to kind of the next thing that I wanted to talk about, but we all have a different role to play. So sometimes we're the seed planter, right? Yep. Sometimes we're the person that God uses to actually share the gospel and they... Yeah. you know, become a believer at that moment. Sometimes we're just serving people. Well, wasn't it like an average of, we t- saw this in our contemporary evangelism class, um, but wasn't it as an average that I think someone hears the gospel seven times yeah. or more before they actually accept it? Yep. 
Yeah. I'm like, that's a lot. Yeah, that's a lot of times. And just think, if we're not, each of us isn't that's doing a, our job. Exactly. That's a lot of people that have to be faithful in doing what they've been called to do. Yeah, I mean, that could take years for somebody. Yeah. Years. So just a challenge that we all have a unique role to play in that. Be sensitive to what the Holy Spirit says. You know, pray about it. Look at your natural mission field, <clears throat> whether that's Ford, whether that's, you know, a volunteer organization you're a part of in the community that's not yeah. necessarily, you know, Christian, but lots yeah. of opportunity out there. But Michael, as we kind of, you know, wrap up, is there any last parting thoughts? I think you have to not be afraid to fail. Yeah. Um, because if you fail, it means you're trying. Yeah. It means you're, and you got to be afraid. You, you can't be afraid to fail. Yeah. You know, God has not given us a spirit of fear, but a spirit of power of love and self-control. Yeah. And like, we just have to remember that he's with us. If we fail, it's okay. Yeah. You know, it's, and, and I think we talked about this in our class too, is we have to realize that, that God doesn't need us. Yeah. He wants us a part of it. He doesn't need us to share the gospel. <laughs> yeah. He wants us to, it's our mission, but he doesn't need us to like, like somebody accepting the gospel is not dependent a hundred percent on Michael Green. Yeah. And when you can realize that that person accepting the gospel is not dependent on you, it gives you freedom yeah. to understand that that God is the one who's going to bring salvation to this individual. I'm just being a vessel to be used yeah. by him. Yeah, and I think kind of tag on that, I'm going to say the opposite thing of you, but I don't think we can fail. fail. Yeah. If we are obedient mm -hmm. and we're sharing the gospel in some shape or form, God's going to use that, whether that's planting a seed, whether that's serving somebody. Like, we literally cannot fail. Yeah. As long as we're being obedient to do what God's called us to do, God's going to cause the growth. And, that's right. You know, in his time, they're going to become believers. That's right. Cool. Well, guys, every Thursday afternoon, we absolutely love hanging out with you guys and chatting about different topics and the message from Sunday. And like I said in the beginning, if you guys have ideas or different things you want us to chat about or talk about or wrestle with, do not hesitate to let us know. Head on over to our website, limabaptisttemple.org. Go to the Central Hub, and there's a lot of different forms there you can fill out. Click on one. Let us know you're talking about the podcast, and we will uh, get back with you, and we'll get that scheduled. But guys, until next time, have a great week, and we can't wait to see you. Thanks for listening to the Lima Baptist Temple Podcast. We hope you were encouraged today, and we would love to hear from you. If you have a prayer request, a topic you'd like us to discuss, or want to share what God is doing in your life, visit us online at limabaptisttemple.org.